coming to take me away, ha-ha, they're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha, to the funny farm, where life is beautiful all the time, and I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean Yes, it's the Toxic Wise-Ass Show. I'm your host, Mark Chaplin. They are coming to take me away. After the year 2020, my theme song of the uh, last three years seems to be coming true, doesn't it? What a crazy time. The economy, COVID, meteors hitting Earth, the presidential election, which is probably around, uh, you know, all wound up. It's, uh, go, it looks like it's going to go to Joe Biden. You know, it was really, uh, it was really close for the longest time. And um, I kept checking the Vegas ticker um, to see, you know, what the odds were, because nobody knows like, uh, like Vegas. And uh, so I check it, and it said, well, you know, um, it looks like uh, Trump is going to win. And uh, at uh, about, no, no, 11 o'clock, it said uh, Trump had an 80% chance of winning the uh, presidential nomination or the presidential fight, the bid to become president, elect, again. And then I checked a couple hours later, and it said it was even, 50-50 odds. So, wow. Um, and then I checked a couple hours after that. It was probably like 12.30, 1 o'clock in the morning. <coughs> and it said that Joe Biden had the best odds to win. So, man, that was a crazy, crazy turnaround, crazy election. And it go looks like it goes to Joe Biden. They're still, I think, fighting over the amount of electoral colleges, but he hit the amount that he needed, which was 270. It's probably going to be like 298 or 306 to 240, something like that. And, of course, uh, Trump has not... Uh, I'm never conceding. I'm never going to concede, bitch. Never, never, never. He might mean that. I don't know. They'll have the courts and lawsuits and recounts and... Uh, as far as like the Senate and the House, uh, Republicans versus Democrat, I think the Republicans actually made out pretty well. I think they're gonna. I think the things are pretty much gonna stay the same. But we'll have to see. That's also up in the air. There'll be recounts. But it will, the one thing looks for sure that uh, Joe Biden will be president. What's going on? Where am I? Who's you? What? What? Who? Yeah, somebody said on Facebook uh, they won't be able to make fun of the president now. And I said, are you kidding me? You're not going to be able to make fun of Joe Biden who doesn't know where he is half the time? And listen, I'm, I'm an independent voter. I wasn't crazy about either candidate. I'm really more of a libertarian. But you're telling me there's not going to be any material on Joe Biden who doesn't know what day it is? Okay. Well, we'll see. We'll see about that. And we'll see about some other things. I wonder how tough is he going to be with North Korea, with Iran, with ISIS. He says he has a plan for COVID-19. Does he have a magic wand? Does he have a vaccine in his back pocket? Not, you know, these politicians, they friggin' lie. They'll tell you. They'll tell you they'll grow hair on a tomato. 
But we'll see. We'll see. So after billions and billions of dollars spent, and Stephen King, the horror writer, he said, what a shame. All that money could have gone to feeding poor people, which is true. It was good for the economy, good for the uh, print industry, TV and radio, and re ad revenues for companies that need it. Billions of dollars pumped into it. The woman who ran against Susan Collins here in Maine, she, uh, Sarah Gideon, she pumped in over $100 million and lost. How would you like to have that cake? As my cousin Clayton from Connecticut calls money, cake. It is cake. But, uh, man, what, a, what an amount to spend and to lose. One thing, if you win, you're like, oh, I'm going to spend $100 million to win. But $100 million to lose? Uh, I just wonder how President Trump says uh, it's, it's going to be really odd seeing him out in the normal world. What's he going to do? He said he'd have to leave the country if he lost to, to Joe Biden. What a disgrace it would be to lose. In his words, the worst candidate ever. Certainly not one of the strongest. And it was by no means a landslide either way. If Trump had won, it would have been close. And Biden won, it was close. took five days to figure it out. And they're still kind of trying to figure it out. So it wasn't a referendum from either party or either candidate. It's still going to be a divided country. We still have COVID. We don't have a solid vaccine yet. The economy's shaky. Winter's coming. Oh, yeah, we got through Halloween. Halloween was strange. There was uh, not as many trick-or-treaters out, but there were out. And talk about weather. Wow. We had a beautiful summer, one of the nicest, warmest ones in 87 years. And the fall, well, I thought, well, we have, we're having a couple cold days here. We're going to get hit with snow and blah, blah, blah. But no, 63, 66, 68. And on the week, the middle of November, we're going to have days that hit 70. There's a storm, Eda or Eda, whatever they call it, coming up to the Bahamas and Cuba and going to hit Florida. They just don't know quite how bad yet. We, we certainly can't complain here in the Northeast. The great white Northeast, which is uh, pretty balmy right now, pretty warm. And I have to say congratulations are in order. To the Fighting Irish of Notre Dame, Our Lady, and Francais, for upsetting Clemson. Although Clemson was missing some players, including their uh, star quarterback, Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence, I believe his name is. But a win is a win. It was at Notre Dame. So congratulations to the Fighting Irish. I think they're going to be ranked number one or two now. And that's the Rakes of Mallow, Notre Dame song from the, from the movie Rudy. Remember that? Rudy. True story about a kid who wanted to play. Go and play. Go to school and play for Notre Dame football. He played, I think, three, 35 seconds and was the highlight of his life. But he fulfilled a dream. He went to Notre Dame, got an education, and played on the football team and got into a game at home in front of a crazy crowd. So, well, that's, uh, it's, 
look the way things are looking right now it's uh, been a strange year and um, well now we're looking at Thanksgiving and a lot of COVID has come back in certain places and they're putting out restrictions there they're telling everyone here in Maine and I think most of New England to wear masks but here's the strange thing nobody's doing it about half half the people are wearing masks and here's another strange thing. They won't let us play basketball inside at our recreation center, but it's okay to go to the bars and get drunk. There's two or three bars here, and no one's wearing masks, no one's social distancing. Uh, the bars are not that crowded, except for maybe parts of the weekend, Friday or Saturday. But some, some Fridays and Saturdays, they're uh, more than half full. And like I say, no one's wearing masks. They're all outside talking and smoking. So, but we can't play basketball inside. That's a no-no. Makes no effing sense to me at all. And we'll be talking about movies and TV shows. And, uh, well, the NBA is looking to start up just before Christmas. They'll have the, I think the NBA draft is November 25th or something like that. I'm looking forward to it because I might get picked. Of course, I won't get picked, but it's always a dream, isn't it? One of my friends, Doc Dave, uh, he's coaching, used to coach the um, the uh, Sacramento Kings, and now he's a part of the 76er staff with Doc Rivers, so that should be interesting. You've got two Docs on there, Doc Dave and Doc Rivers. So we'll see how that works out. And I'd like to interview him on my show sometime. He's a great guy. He's down to earth, good guy, and uh, we'll... Hopefully have him on the show sometime and talk more about it. Um, college basketball, I don't know what's going on there. Some schools are not playing at all. Some are playing high school basketball. Again, they're supposed to start maybe in January. But if there's any outbreaks, that'll be canceled real quick. And probably no home crowds um, in mass for those that are there. Um, but uh, NBA, as I said, looking to start up around Christmas time, just before Christmas. You want to always catch that Christmas market, no matter what you're selling. Whether you're selling pineapples, apples, basketball, or peanuts, you want to hit the Christmas market. And even in an epidemic, you want to hit the Christmas market. So we'll have to see. The Christmas music is playing, and the trees have been out really since October, since before even Halloween. The Halloween candy was out like the 4th of July, <laughs> or so it seemed, but uh, all the Christmas stuff is ready to go. Many of the stores are already got their trees up and decorated, and I've seen a few homes and areas, uh, places where they have uh, Christmas trees up and lit, and that's okay. You know, you got two months, and then you're, you're at uh, Christmas time, so um, college football. Some schools are, like, way behind. Some schools have played eight or nine games, and some have only played three or four. I don't know how they're going to sort that all out for Division I. Uh, baseball's all done, of course. We know that the Dodgers finally won it after so many years of struggling and being there but not getting it. Um, I, can, I can't. i got to stop saying, um, 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 um. Sounds like a get a moron here, which you kind of do, but anyways. Uh, this is the Toxic Wise-Ass Show. I'm your host, Mark Chaplin, here on Renegade Talk Radio from Las Vegas. 
But we broadcast our show from the great northeast New England. And let's hope that hurricane, usually when it hits up here, it turns to some warm rain. We get like some really 60-degree days with warm rain. So we'll have to keep an eye on that. And just a quick, uh, had to do it, adjust some knobs here in the studio. Uh, just a quick movie update. I did see the new Borat movie, and it was pretty funny. Like, I like that. It's odd, and it's weird, and it's uh, different, but... <laughs> And they, then you'll go through periods it's like slow. It's not not that much happening in it, not that funny. And then you'll hit some periods where you're like holding your gut. <laughs> there was a couple funny periods where his daughter's with him. And uh, she does a dance. And oh, Well, you'll have to see it. It's very funny. And SpongeBob has a new movie out. SpongeBob on the run. Oh, Patrick. Who's SpongeBob? We got a movie out, Patrick. They sure do. And I haven't uh, watched the whole thing yet. I watched part of it, but I love SpongeBob. Not that many movies being released, um, but we'll talk more about some of them uh, later on. The movie theater here in town has closed, not because of COVID, but because they can't get first-run movies. And I thought that was all alleviated by the fact that they no longer have to be, be on giant, great big 35-millimeter reels with like 20 reels in a you know, package, you know, seven or eight for the movie and the previews and all that. Uh, now it's just a, it's just a disc. It's just a, a computer disc. And I think it can even be sent in an email. I mean, I send movies and stuff and shows all the time in emails. So uh, the, new th the new theater here is, is digitized. It's got video projectors and it has for the last few years. And there's two cinemas, and they're always playing movies. But supposedly they can't get any first-run movies. They are showing some movies, and they're sh you know, showing them free and having popcorn sales. So that's good keep things going as long as we don't have another uh, setback with shutting things down. That might be the death knell for the economy if we have to shut things down again, which then if there's no vaccine coming out until January, February, March, I mean, that's the way it could look, but we'll have to, again, wait and see. But we'll talk more about uh, more movies coming out um, and talk about them uh, later on in the show. Right now in our shoe. Remember Ed Sullivan? Right here in our shoe. Really big shoe. Um, I've been watching a lot of Tubi. T-U-B-I, which is uh, free movies. You do have to watch an ad or two in between. But they have a lot of good documentaries. I saw one about... Uh, uh, refugees from especially Austria and Germany, Jewish refugees coming to the United States, England and Canada and joining uh, the, uh, the Allies, joining the American, British and Canadian armies and going back fighting against uh, the Nazis that kicked them out of their country and persecuted them and in more than one occasion, uh, you know, sent their families to the death camps where they, most of them were murdered or killed. Uh, some did survive and they hooked up and Henry Kissinger was one of those. That's right, I was Mr. President. Uh, he was in the army and an interpreter and intelligence and uh, he's 97, going to be 98 this spring. Um, he's kind of looked the same for like the last 50 or 60 years. Thank you very much. That wasn't really a compliment. Oh, sorry. But uh, you know, he's a very smart man. 
I believe that he went to Harvard and taught at Harvard before he retired and wrote several books. I always enjoyed listening to him. And he's, uh, he was in one of these documentaries. But you'll find uh, many good movies, documentaries, and movies about history from the Civil War, World War I, but especially uh, World War II and uh, concentration camps and refugees and uh, the war with Japan, everything, Korea, Vietnam, everything. So uh, T-U-B-I, Tubi. And also uh, YouTube, um, they're playing a lot of Westerns. I love Westerns, especially old Westerns, where they really made them, you know, tough. The new Westerns are kind of, the acting isn't so good. And, I mean, some of them are good and some of them are not. But the classic Westerns are good. And, and believe it or not, as many movies as I've seen, and as many Westerns as I've seen, I still haven't, I, I'll still catch a movie that I didn't even know was out there or that I hadn't seen. And sometimes I'll watch it and at the end I'll say, oh yeah, I did see that, I do remember seeing that. So, but um, anyways, we'll talk more about that later on. Again, the election is over. It appears that Joe Biden is a president-elect. And I hear they're working on getting a new stimulus out because they haven't had a stimulus out since April, I believe it was. And people have needed one. I mean, I look on YouTube and I, l I listen to the experts like Clayton Morris and some of these other guys that talk about the stimulus package and politics. And Clayton Morris is a smart man. And he's like me. He's like an uh, independent voter, more of a libertarian. He doesn't trust either party. They're both, he, in my mind and in his, they're both shady. Shady, at, shady putting it in a nice term. But um, again, President Trump is, looks like he's going to be out. I don't know what he's going to do. He said he might have to leave the country. I've been disgraced. What am I going to do? i got to leave the country because you bitches didn't vote for me. Well, sorry. That's just the way it goes. You win some and you lose some. It's probably the first time in his life that he really didn't get what he wanted. And, you know, that's happened to the rest of us many, 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 many times. It's very seldom that you get what you wanted. If you're just normal people like us, right? But anyways, uh, we shall talk about these things as the Toxic Wise Ass Show continues. And, of course, the election is over, but still being fought. That's Mr. Tom Turkey. Reminding us that it's almost Thanksgiving here on the Toxic Wise Ass Show in America. Um, goodness gracious. You know, remember when Charlie Brown, they had the, just the Charlie Brown Christmas. Then it expanded to uh, Halloween and uh, Thanksgiving and uh, I think Valentine's Day too. So you had a, basically every, every uh, nice holiday you had a Charlie Brown special cooking with it. Charlie Brown. I can't believe it. She must think I'm the most stupid person alive. Come on, Charlie Brown. I'll hold the ball and you kick it. Hold it. Ha! You'll pull it away and I'll land flat on my back and kill myself. Flatten his ass, he means. Brown, it's Thanksgiving. Lucy was kind of a bitch. Biatch. Well, one of the greatest traditions we have is the Thanksgiving Day football game. 
And the biggest, most important tradition of all is the kicking off of the football. Is that right? Absolutely. Come on, Charlie Brown. It's a big honor for you. Well, if it's that important, a person should never turn down a big honor. Even when you know Lucy's going to screw you over. Trick me on a traditional. Oh, oh no, Lucy would never do that. Here he goes. I'm gonna kick that football clear to the moon. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Screwed him over. Now some traditions just slowly fade away. Oh, what a biatch. What a biatch. Well, anyways, it is Thanksgiving, and uh, I want to talk about a movie that I saw the other day. And, uh, of course, they're talking about uh, the movie theater here in town, and in many places has been open and closed, open and closed. Some of it, not just because of the virus, but because they can't get uh, first-run movies. And like I said before, I thought that was alleviated by the fact that now everything's digital where you used to have giant cans of 35-millimeter heavy 2,000, 3,000-foot 3, reels that cost a fortune to make and a fortune to send, ship, uh, replaced by, like, a DVD, you know, uh, a, a computer chip that goes into a machine or... I, I don't know if they're sent... I think they're sent in the mail. And everything's on there. The, the, it starts itself, the previews, the coming attractions, the short subjects, everything. Whatever's, whatever's going to be shown is right on there. Don't even need a projection anymore. You put the cartridge in the machine and uh, the CD, DVD or whatever it is, CD. Uh, I've never actually seen one of these. I have a, a digital projector. But it's the, you know, you hook it up to your computer, you hook it up to a DVD player or some kind of feed, even your television set, cable. So, uh, you know, I, I don't understand it. I thought that was all alleviated by sending, you know, giant cans and reels. And believe me, I've had these. I'm, and I collect 16mm and 8mm, and there's, those are still heavy. The projectors are huge. Um, they all been alleviated, I would have thought by the fact that now to save tons of money they they shoot on DVD they shoot on digital and it's sent digitally either through emails or computer or it's sent in a uh, cartridge a computer cartridge which goes into the projector at the theater it runs itself and I thought that they were going to be able to get tons and tons of movies really fast and really inexpensive and in HD. But I don't know what's going on there. But anyways, a movie I watched the other night was called Fat Man. And it has Mel Gibson in it, who I didn't even recognize as the movie started. I was like, who's that guy? It's not Mel Gibson. But it is. He looks like an insane mountain man. He doesn't look like Santa Claus at all. It's a dark, dark, like comedy drama i guess i don't know what you'd call it sci-fi and i won't give it away but uh 
Santa basically is uh, the victim of uh, of hate and a hitman, and he's really strange. And the elves are all weird. It's not uh, traditional. To, to me, I and I wrote this on Facebook. It was like Pee Wee Herman playing Dracula. Huh? I want to suck your blood. <laughs> but anyways, uh, it was really strange. And was it okay? I you know I give it a C. Um, I like Christmas movies to remain Christmas movies, not Hitman movies. But it was different. I give it a C plus. I would I would not want to see it again. But it was okay. It was okay. Something different, I guess. And we'll talk more movies uh, later on. But getting back, uh, Mr. Trump, and uh, I didn't lose. I won the election. We got a lot of problems. I'm going to solve them in the next four years. <coughs> I'm sick. I'm sick. Oh, Jesus, I'm sick. <laughs> Anyways, um, and uh, Joe Biden is uh, hopefully, in his mind, going to take over. I don't know what's going on in Sometimes he doesn't either. What's going on? Where am I? Who are you? Where? What? Who? Anyways, and then you got Bernie Sanders. Oh, free stuff for everybody. Free, 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 free. Uh, you won't. You, you don't get in your car. We're gonna burn uh, cow poop for gas and fart mobiles. I've invented a fart mobile. But I'm going to drive my 40-foot uh, SUV. Yeah, that's the way it is with these hypocrites. You're going to drive a farmobile while they, they they drive their, you know, 40-foot Denali or, you know, Land, Land, Land Rover. I can't talk straight. But anyways, uh, it's been strange. And even stranger, the ducks are still in the pond here. It's the middle of November. Almost Thanksgiving, and the docks are still in the pond. This is a new record, folks. A new record. Usually they are gone by Halloween. I've seen them stay maybe the day after, or a couple days after Halloween, like November 1st, 2nd, maybe the 3rd, but not certainly the 18th or 19th or 20th of November. And the pond is kind of frozen, but they're way down at the end especially at night. I don't see them during the day very much, but when I drive by at night to go get my Tim Hortons or my uh, Dunkin' Donuts uh, hot chocolate, uh, then I see them, and they're way down at the end, and I've never seen them stay this late. So 2020 continues to be a very strange time. Good news is two different companies have uh, the vaccine out. One's 91 and one's 95% effective, and I'm not sure how many you have to take dosages or what the parameters are, but uh, it's supposedly they should be out um, soon, maybe uh, January, February. They're going to try to give them to the elderly, people over 50, people that work in the healthcare department, and uh, doctors and nurses and so forth uh, probably will get them first. But they still want you to wear a mask and all that. And I think I think Biden might have a shutdown. The, you know, the rumors are pretty strong. He said it's going to be a long, dark winter. And what's that mean? Well, up here in the great northeast, it's pretty long and dark anyways. That's why we keep our Christmas trees on until April, till Easter, to give us some light and some hope and some happiness. But anyways, if, uh, it's going to be interesting to see what he's going to do. And I think Trump really screwed up 
I think how he lost the election is he did not get out a stimulus package to people, the millions and millions of people that needed it. Now, the people that got laid off or fired or didn't get checks that worked in the airline business and transportation business and entertainment business, who do you think they voted for? Who do you think they were pissed at? Trump should have talked to his Republican colleagues into passing any kind of bill, $3 trillion, $5 trillion, if he wanted to get reelected. Because from what I'm hearing, a lot of women didn't vote for him this time. And why? Because women are the ones who put bread on the table. They're the ones that pay the bills. They're the ones that mostly worry about the family. And he didn't get a stimulus package out. And I know he couldn't do it by himself, but he should have pushed his Republican colleagues to agree to anything just to get it out there. And then if he could have got word out that the vaccine was ready, you know, of course the word came out a week after he lost the election that the, there's two companies that have a vaccine. That didn't help. So uh, if I had to pinpoint it, I'd say <clears throat> the three strikes were he kind of made light of, the, of, of, of COVID. He kind of made light of it. Number two, he didn't get a, he didn't get a package out. He didn't, get, he didn't push to get a vaccine out. Well, he did push to get a vaccine out, but he, he, he maybe should have gotten stronger word that, hey, it'll be ready. Somehow it was hidden from him that a week after he was going to lose the election that the vaccine, two companies would have it ready. But mainly, I think, because he didn't get a stimulus package out. He should have talked in sourpuss Mitch McConnell. I don't know if we need another uh, stimulus package. $1,200 the first time is a lot of money. I spend that on a bowl of fucking soup. Yeah, he does. He spends that on a bowl of soup. His shoes are $1,200. His tie is $1,200. Yeah, uh, I, I don't like politicians. I really don't. Other countries, even poor countries, have been getting out stimulus packages to their citizens, 1000 2000 a month. Mexico, Canada, even Portugal, which is one of the poorest countries in the world, had a stimulus package out every month for its people. And I know these countries are smaller. They don't have 319 million people like we do. But still, instead of having bases in Japan and Germany and Korea, bring all those troops home. We don't need bases there anymore. Did Korea or Japan interfere with our civil war? No, they didn't. Get, bring those bases home. Do you think North Korea and South Korea, you think South Korea really appreciates us being there? I don't think so, or Japan or Germany. Bring all the troops home except for a few needed pinpoint bases here and there. But bring about 80% of them home. Then we can help our people. But anyways, um, uh, we're getting back to Thanksgiving. Uh, they want people to stay home and stay in small crowds, uh, some even mandating that you wear a mask inside your house. That's really funny because someone put on Facebook, <coughs> the same police departments and cops that allowed people to riot, loot, smash doors, and steal are now going to enforce a mask mandate. <laughs> hey, you can break into the store and smash shit and steal and set fires, but you, you better wear, you, you know, you better... You better wear your mask or we're going to arrest you. But go ahead and smash and break in that store and set it on fire. We're just going to stand here and watch you. Ah, makes no sense. 
like most of 2020 has made no sense. And I do think if it had not been for the pandemic that uh, Donald J. Trump probably would w have won the election again. I would have won. I would have won, damn it. I did win. Wait, did I win? Well, we don't know. They're still fighting it. Could go on till the middle of December. Very, very ugly, nasty situation, but it is what it is, as the kids say. Hey, what's up, Doc? This cartoon is called Elmer Fudd and Dick Cheney Go Hunting. Oh, gracious, Mr. Cheney, I'm glad to be hunting with you. Hey, don't march in it, Fudd. We're gonna get that rabbit. Oh, my gracious, there he is. Hey, what's up, dickheads? I mean, uh, guys. Oh, gracious, watch him, Mr. Mr. Cheney. I got him, don't worry, Fudd. <laughs> oh, Christmas, Christ, you shot me, Mr. Cheney. Oh, wait in the way, too. Oh, sorry about that, Fudd. I have a bad habit of shooting my partner. Eh, what's up, Doc? That's all, folks. Hey, wasn't that great? Dick Cheney hunting with Elmer Fudd. And uh, Cheney shoots Fudd in the leg and Bugs Bunny gets off scot-free. Oh, wonderful cartoon. Yeah, and uh, we're going to be talking about some other movies, too. Of course, the Christmas movies are out. I watched uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles with uh, uh, John Candy and um, Steve Martin. Uh, I always love that movie. And every time I watch it, I pick up a little extra something that I didn't notice before. Have you ever noticed that? As many times as I've seen that movie came out in 87, and I've literally seen it well over a thousand times plus but I always pick up on something that I that I didn't pick up on before when I'm watching it and my favorite some of my favorite parts like when he's looking for his rental car and he goes back to the office and he falls to, he's trying to climb down that that hillside and he falls right into the ice and mud and gets all dirty oh classic and of course uh, Elf and all the all the older classics and the newer ones and the Hallmark movies. Of course, the Hallmark Christmas movies always have the same theme. <coughs> things are good, things are bad, and Christmas come, things get good again. Usually it's about like somebody that's mean that wants to take over a town or a business or a land grabber, and he comes in and he falls in love with the lady owner or vice versa, and then things uh, turn all Christmassy and sweet and mistletoe -y. I'll give you a kiss under the mistletoe. Anyways, it's still Thanksgiving and, uh, you know, the last Thursday of the month. And hunting season has started here, speaking of Elmer Fudd and Dick Cheney. Um, for hunting season, well, bird season started in October, but now it's deer season until the end of November. And so we've had some great weather, though. They did get snow up north further than we are, like uh, up in the uh, St. John Valley Prescott, Caribou, Fort Kent got like eight or nine inches of snow, but we didn't get any. We mostly, we got rain. 
and that's something with a hundred miles difference. And then a hundred miles south of us in Bangor, it's even you know usually a few degrees warmer than it is here, and vice versa as you go up the state. And there's hurricanes that keep coming, and I think they're the, the I think the last hurricane is what caused us to have like uh, three or four inches of rain, which we really did need. So. Uh, again, 2020 beginning to be strange. One of the hottest summers we ever had, the COVID virus, the election, uh, a lot of strange stuff going on and some strange movies and shows coming out. Uh, looks like the NBA will start at about Christmas time. I'm not sure about the other sports. The Patriots are coming, kind of coming around. If they hadn't lost that game at home to Buffalo when uh, Cam Fig Newton fumbled the ball, They'd be five and four. Now they stunk against San Francisco. They deserve to lose that. They stunk against Denver. They deserve to lose that. But if they could have won those games, which they really should have, they'd be in pretty good playoff contention. And they kind of still are because I think they're doing eight teams instead of six this year. So uh, expansion. You get two more uh, wild card teams, which have to play off to play one and two. I'm pretty sure that's how it goes. So. Anyways, Kansas City's still looking good. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers are looking good. New Orleans is looking good, but uh, Drew Brees has a collapsed lung and broken rib, so he might be out for a while. And, of course, Talking Tom, talking, speaking of Tom Turkey, Talking Tom, TB12. Tom Brady's looking pretty good for the old Buccaneers. I'm rooting for him because he brought our New England uh, Patriots six championships that we probably never would have had if it hadn't been for him. So I'm rooting for him and Gronk and uh, even Antonio Brown. who's looking pretty good. Brady to Brown looks pretty strong if they can continue that and Gronk. So, and that's our look at sports here at the Thanksgiving time. And uh, to look at some other movies, a movie, Fat Man, I just talked about that. I give that like a C plus. Also a movie out uh, uh, called uh, Freaky with Vince Vaughn, kind of like a Freaky Friday, but more of a horror movie instead of just twins uh, switching places. Uh, Let Him Go with Kevin Costner. I give that, uh, give Freaky a a C plus because it was kind of predictable, but it was okay. More of a Halloween type movie. Let Him Go with Kevin Costner, about two grandparents concerned with their grandchild. Uh, I give that a it takes place in the 60s, too. And period, period movies are hard to do. And I give that a B minus. It was pretty good. Let him go again with uh, Kevin Costner. Six Minutes to Midnight. True story based on German uh, students, all girls living in England as World War II breaks out and the dilemma of what to do with them and some spies that are going on, some spying. Uh, I give that a B plus. That was a good movie. And again, based on a true story. Six minutes to midnight, if you can see it. <coughs> uh, SpongeBob has a movie out. Oh, Patrick. Uh, Sponge on the Run. And I've just watched part of it. I'm going to go back and watch the rest at some time and point. And uh, of course, I'm a big SpongeBob fan. So that's looking good. And um, there was a movie, Love and Monsters, and I don't really remember who was in it, but it was pretty good. I didn't think I was going to like it. And I watched it, and um, it was pretty good. Give it a B. 
Uh, it's about monsters that come from another planet, land on Earth, and change the complexion of everything here. Uh, also a movie called Zeros, about three guys that try to be crime fighters. Well, a kind of a low budget, but good acting and, and um, quirky, you know, uh, sarcastically funny. And I liked it, and I give it a B. Uh, Charles de Gaulle, a movie called de Gaulle, about Charles de Gaulle. Of course, you know me, I love history. So I give that a B. It was really good. Charles de Gaulle was a, a strange man, but a warrior. He was a different, a patriot. He wanted to keep fighting. He didn't sell out France like a lot of them did, the Vichy government. If you know history, you'll know what I'm talking about. And uh, he spent most of the war in, fr in England until uh, he came back and helped liberate Paris, Paris. So that was a, a very good movie, too. And I give it a, a B. So that's kind of our movie lookout uh, right now that's going on. And, uh, of course, uh, NFL is on. And the NBA will be back just before Christmas, I think December 18th or 19th. Then you got the NBA draft coming up, uh, I think the 18th or 19th, and uh, I'm hoping to get drafted. Again, uh, President Trump's out playing golf. I shot a two. Now, uh, yeah, he's, uh, I think he's, there's a lot of hopeful people, especially on Facebook, that think this might turn around and he still might win. And, you know, hey, I'm not God. I'm not uh, Nostradamus. However, I'd say the odds are against him because some of his own party people are saying, you know, concede, let's get on with things. But he does plan to run again from what I'm hearing. They're making plans for him to run again already in 2024. So that should be interesting, to say the least. Hoping everybody's out there stays safe, and I do wear my mask when I'm out and about, and I wash my hands. What I do is I take usually Lysol wipes, and I pour alcohol in them, and it makes a nice combination. It's kind of strong scent, but it's very clean scent, and I do my hands and my face after I've been in and out of a place, and of course wear my mask, and I, have, I bring like a little kit with me, almost like a mini duffel bag, but it's in just a regular bag. I have three or four masks, uh, Germex, uh, Lysol wipes, and other hand towels and things like that, flashlights. So just in case, you know. Although nobody's probably going to travel too far in this uh, epidemic outbreak. It looks like they may shut down things again, maybe around Christmas time or afterwards. Uh, they'll probably wait till after the holidays and uh, January and February. Until they can get the vaccine out, and um, uh, you know, you hear all kinds of different things. You hear January, February, maybe March, maybe April, until most of the people get it. And of course, a lot of people won't take it because they're scared. Some people act like Donald Trump went into his basement and mixed it up. Well, if he did, he waited too late to announce it's it's <laughs> that it's ready. He did not mix it up. He didn't make it. He had nothing to do with it other than trying to get it made by professional companies like Pfizer and these other uh, pharmaceutical companies so he did not make a, or, or Joe Biden didn't make it either neither Republicans independents or, or Democrats made this it was made by pharmacists and in, in a professional setting um, I think Pfizer is a German company yes mein Fuel 
uh, but I'm not sure. And that's about all the time we have for today's uh, show for uh, our Thanksgiving special. Oh, poor Top Turkey, he got shot. Well, the turkeys will be on sale. And by the way, uh, the restrictions still hold up between uh, the U.S. and Canadian border, except for exceptions of family and uh, those engaged and going out together. I'm not quite sure of the rules anymore. But... Uh, so we don't have many Canadian uh, people over here shopping like we normally do after milk and turkeys and gas because it's so much more expensive over there. Plus, in Canada, they have a 17% sales tax as opposed to our 8%. So uh, they come over here in droves, and I don't mind that. I used to go to Canada, but they made it so uncomfortable to go over there now that uh, Americans really don't want to go over there anymore used to be fun but anyways uh, so there's still restrictions uh, on that but anyways this has been our show and I uh, want to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving and we look forward to doing our Christmas special show ho 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 remember when you ran away and I got on again this song is so appropriate for 2020 don't you think? And I've had this for over three years as my theme song. You're coming to take me away. I've gone completely out of my mind. Um, they're coming to take me away, haha. They're coming to take me away, ho ho, hee hee, haha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away, haha. It was a joke, and so you laughed. You laughed when I had said that losing you would make me flip my lid. Right? You know you laughed. I heard you laugh. You laughed, you laughed, and laughed, and then you left. But now you know I'm utterly mad. And they're coming to take me away, ha-ha. They're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha. To the happy home with trees and flowers and chirping birds and basket weavers who sit and smile and twiddle their thumbs and toes and they're coming to 